What is up, podcast? Today, I'm going to be talking about the PPP, the Paycheck Protection Program. There's been a lot of dispute about this program lately. Uh, the program has obviously, you know, become very relevant during these uh, coronavirus times, and the government has been pumping enormous amounts of money through the program to quotation marks, small businesses. And later in the podcast, I'll explain why I just put quotation marks around that, uh, around that small business because, well, you'll find out later. But first, let's just look at the definition. What is the Paycheck Protection Program, if, if you don't know? It is a loan designed to provide a direct incentive for small businesses to keep their workers on the payroll. So the small business receives a loan and we'll figure out where that we'll find out exactly where that loan comes from later, but they receive a loan and they're supposed to with that loan, they're supposed to use it to keep their workers on payroll. Because of coronavirus, businesses have been receiving a ton of strain from the 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 less active market, the the decreasing uh, market. So there, some businesses are not able to keep their workers on payroll, and that's why you're seeing massive layoffs. You're seeing people losing their jobs for good even, just because these businesses are going under. These businesses cannot afford to keep the, the workforce uh, that they they had before coronavirus. They're not, they're not able to keep that workforce on, and it, it's terrible. People are getting laid off. I know I know a couple people myself that have been laid off. It's it's tough. It really is. It's tough times. So this loan is supposed to counteract that. It's supposed to stop that from happening. It's basically, it's for small businesses specifically that are sh- really struggling. It, it's for them to keep their their workers on payroll, to keep them to keep them having a job, to give them peace of mind. That's what this thing is designed for. Um, and. Th- the SBA is who runs this thing, the Small Business Administration. And the the SBA for, will forgive all the loans if all employee retention criteria are met and the funds are used for eligible expenses. So <clears throat> basically, we're going to find out that you need to use 60% of the loan. If you're a small business getting the loan, you need to use 60% of that for payroll expenses if you want the loan to be forgiven by the Small Business Administration. So far 4.4 million dollars uh, four sorry 4.4 million loans have been made under the PPP for a total loan value of 510.2 billion dollars. So 510 billion dollars have been given to small businesses through this program. Quotation mark, small businesses. <laughs> the money for the program loans comes from the banks. So the government guarantees the banks their money. The SBA goes to the banks and says, all right, you're going to give out these loans to these small businesses, and we're going to guarantee your loans. So no matter what happens, you're going to get your money back, bank. Don't worry. We got it covered. The government, we got it covered. And... So the responsibility of accurate calculations on payroll costs falls on the borrower. This is straight from the Small Business Administration website, sba.com. So 
it's the the small business's responsibility to give accurate calculations on the payroll costs when they fill out the form to get the S, the to get the PPP loan. Lenders are expected to perform good faith reviews of PPP loan applications. So the banks are expected to perform good reviews of the PPP loan applications. So when a small business, they fill out that form to get the loan, they send it to the bank, the bank looks at it and is expected to perform good faith reviews. So it's on the honor roll for not only the person applying for the application, but it's also on the honor roll for the lender to look at the application and make sure that the business is legit. In the event the lender identifies errors by the borrower, the lender should work with the borrower to remedy the issue in a timely fashion. Okay, so if basically if the person, you know, fake, you know, falsely fills out the form, the lender is supposed to work with the borrower to remedy the issue. So they go, the, the bank gets the form from the, from the small business and looks at it and says, oh, you didn't, you didn't fill out this part of the form properly. It's their job to go back to the, the small business and say, you know, you didn't fill this out right. Refill it out, send it back, and then we can get you your money. So yeah, that's kind of just a basic overview of how the system works. So basically the parties involved are the SBA, the Small Business Administration, the banks, and then the small businesses requesting the money through the application that the Small Business Administration created. So I just want to talk quickly talk about some of the pros and the cons of this thing. What are the advantages? What what are the disadvantages of having a program like this? The PPP has been very helpful to uh, certain small businesses, but many business owners are saying that the loans are overly restrictive and can be exploited by large companies. Also, for the loan to be forgiven, businesses have to use most of the loan to cover their payroll expenses. This means that it doesn't give much relief to other areas of the business, such as inventory and insurance. At least 60% of the loan must be used to fund payroll and employee benefits for the loan to be forgiven. So, say you you receive this loan and your business is struggling because of coronavirus, because of the new market, and you want to use this money for to pay off to pay your insurance to pay your mortgage to pay for more product to pay for more materials resources you have to use you have to use 60% of that loan for payroll expenses so you can use 40% for whatever you want if you want that loan to be forgiven if not you're going to end up having to pay back that loan later so Business, it's good for certain businesses that are struggling because they they're struggling to keep their workers there. They don't have they don't have the money to keep their workers there, and they're struggling because of that. For those businesses, this is great. This is great. They're receiving a loan, and they can use sixty percent of that or more to keep employees in their their at their business. But if you're struggling, not because you can't you don't have the money to keep your employers there 
employees, but you're struggling because you're struggling to you know pay off your mortgage. You're struggling in other areas. Then this thing is not is not that great for you because you you have to use sixty percent for payroll. Say you're okay. So say you're a business that just needs to buy some time. Uh, say you're a restaurant in New Jersey, and in, in New Jersey, there's only outdoor dining right now. So let's say you were a restaurant that was doing really well before this, and then boom, it hit coronavirus. You can't have indoor dining anymore, but now you can have outdoor dining. And you just need to buy a little bit of time. You just need to recoup and put together some outdoor dining accommodations. And you just need the money to keep your employees uh, on the payroll until you can get those those the outdoor dining set up up and running this loan is great for you it just buys you some time you keep your employees employed and then once you get this outdoor dining thing running then you're good you're you're pretty much good to go you can cover your expenses for the most part and you can continue to utilize that loan just to keep you afloat and and until all of this all of this passes over so it can be great for certain businesses and certain scenarios but it's not great it's not great for all businesses it, it, it just isn't that's just the way it is because the you have to use 60 percent for payroll all right <clears throat> so according to the washington post i'm, I'm going I'm to talk about some i'm going to give some examples of scenarios where this thing has gone wrong where the application did not filter out the big businesses people are accusing certain businesses of being large and saying why why did this business get get a loan this is a big business this business didn't need the loan so according to the washington post a military equipment supplier that has been accused of fraudulently misrepresenting this its size in order to benefit from privileges associated with being a small business has received a Paycheck Protection Program small business loan worth at least $2 million, public records show. In late April, the Treasury Department retroactively clarified its rules after well-known restaurant chains, car dealerships, and hotel companies reported receiving PPP loans. Several of them returned the loan funds following public uproar. Others kept the money. The SP. SBA has said it will audit all PPP loans above $2 million to determine whether the recipients were eligible. So when this thing first rolled out in late April, there were a lot of issues. Some questionable businesses were receiving loans. These businesses appeared to be pretty big, and they were still getting loans, very large loans. Uh, The one business got a $2 million loan. And so the the SBA comes back and says, all right, we realize we're having a little bit of a problem here. We are going to start auto auditing all PPP loans above $2 million. So if you're getting a loan for $2 million or more, the PPP is going to audit you and make sure that you're at, you filled it out accurately, your calculations were correct, and you're being fully honest on the form and in all the information that you communicated with the bank if you're under two million dollars though you're good you're good to go (laughs) they're not going to audit you unless i would assume unless you get reported or it's a really weird you know scenario i haven't heard of any scenarios with with uh, businesses under that got a loan for under two million being audited or, or 
are brought into question because honestly, the SBA doesn't have the time to go and audit every single business that gets a loan. They just simply don't have the time or the manpower. So they're saying, all right, we'll, we'll look at the loans that are a lot of money, but the ones that are under two mil, we, we're going to just, we're going to turn our eye on those because we don't have the time to go through and, and check all that out. All right, this is more stuff from the Washington Post. A review of business data by Pogo and the nonprofit Anti-Corruption Data Collective concluded that ADS was one of at least 27 PPP recipients estimated annual sales of more than $1 billion. Another 2,068 loans cleared $100 million in sales last year. Okay, so... I butchered those sentences, but basically, ADS, which is the um, Atlantic Diving Supply, they're the ones that received the $2 million loan, and they're being brought into question because some people think they are a big business. They were only one of 27 PPP recipients estimated to have annual sales of more than $1 billion in 2019. So, 28 or 20 sorry 27 recipients of the loan the loan from the PPP had sales of more than 1 billion dollars in 2019 listen that does not sound like a small business 1 billion dollars in sales that is not that does not sound like a small business i'm sorry another 2068 loan recipients cleared 100 million so 2,068 recipients of the loan cleared $100 million in sales, which is, that that's a lot as well. But I could see that that's a little better than $1 billion. I mean, come on. You 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 sold $1 billion worth of product and, or service, and, and then you're receiving a small business loan? That is kind of ridiculous. In recent rulings, the government has decided that the ADS, Atlantic Diving Supply, is still to be designated as a small business. So this ADS, this Atlantic Diving Supply, that's been brought into question, that received a $2 million loan, the, the government has said, all right, you know what, they made $1 billion in sales, but for whatever reason, they are still going to be decided, we're still deciding they are a small business. Now, okay, maybe they do really fit the parameters. If they do fit the parameters, then... I think we need to question the parameters because one billion dollars in sales, that is that, that's not a small business. Come on. But what's interesting about this is the Atlantic diving supply, they sell military equipment. So no surprise the government is saying, Whoa, 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 whoa. They they need the money. Don't worry. They need the money. It's military equipment. <laughs> no surprise there. <coughs> ah, excuse me. Okay, so <laughs> According to the Tampa Bay Times, at least 15 publicly traded Tampa Bay companies have received federal coronavirus aid loans worth more than $11.8 million combined, according to a review of U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission filings. So at least 15 publicly traded uh, companies in Tampa Bay have received, have received loans worth more than $11.8 million. So uh, that's just, this is just another example of, these are publicly traded companies. So these, are these really small businesses? I mean, you can definitely question that. 
According to an article written by David Rabinovitz on digboston.com, I probably butchered his last name, the forgivable loans from the Department of the Treasury and Small Business Administration's Paycheck Protection Program range in size from $15,600 to $3.24 million. So we're seeing loans of, of you know all different sizes. We're seeing very large loans of up to $3.24 million. But, and, and these are all forgiven loans. So, like I said earlier, the SBA guarantees forgiveness on the part of the loan that is used appropriately by the business. So they're guaranteeing the, the, the banks their money back on the, the, the portion of the loan that's used properly. But if they aren't able to pay back this other part and they default on their loan, let's say they go under, they're not able to pay it back. The banks are still guaranteed their money. So the SBA is going to come in and they're going to say, all right, this person defaulted on their loan. Don't worry about it. We got that covered too because you are guaranteed your money back. So no matter what happens, the bank is getting their money. The government is printing more money if they have to or they're taking more money from the taxpayers to account for the businesses that default on their loans. And so... I'm just going to be completely honest. I have a major problem with the way this is set up. And I think it looks extremely similar to the system that we had going up until 2007, 2008 when that crash happened. What was going on back then is the banks were giving out these subprime mortgages. These They were giving these mortgages to people that couldn't afford them. And the reason the banks were doing this I mean, there's a lot of argument over what it was, but I personally believe that the reason these banks were doing that is because the government was backing their loans. The government was saying, all right, just give out these loans. You can give out the loans to people that need houses. And so the bank was saying, all right, we're just going to give out loans to whoever the hell comes to us because the government is saying that they'll, they're going to guarantee these loans. They'll pay us back if these people default on their mortgages. And that's exactly what happened. The banks gave out a ton of money to people that could not afford it. And these people defaulted on their mortgages. And that's what caused the crash. And then the government said, crap, our banks are failing because they gave out a bunch of faulty loans. And then the government said, all right, we'll bail them out. We're going to bail them out. We're going to use taxpayer dollars to bail out all of these banks because they gave out faulty loans because we backed those loans. <laughs> so it's just, it's, uh, it just seems like the government never learns. They never learn. They're doing the same thing that they did back then, right now. They're giving out these loans. The banks are giving out these loans to small businesses. They're probably not checking thoroughly because they have no incentive to do so. Now, let's say they are. They're checking very thoroughly. They're making sure that this small business is who they say they are. They're making sure that this business put the right, you know, put the right calculations in, put the right information in. That doesn't mean that the business isn't going to default on their loan. That doesn't mean that the business is going to use, isn't going to use the loan for other things, isn't going to use the loan for things that aren't payroll and then be expected to pay back the loan and then and then go under and, and not be able to pay back the loan, then the government's just going to bail everything out again. You know, this this could very well cause a, a crash. I don't know if it's going to cause a crash as big as the, the 2008 crash, but it could very well cause a, a minor crash and the government's going to come in and say, 
oh shoot, these people all defaulted. You know what? We're going to bail out the banks. We guaranteed their loans. We have to bail them out. And so, yeah, I mean, it seems like a vicious circle. It seems like a a never-ending mistake, you know, a never-ending line of mistakes that the government continues to make. And, you know, I think that this system could be somewhat effective. I mean, I don't necessarily believe in in relocating taxpayer dollars. Um, I think that the, the, we should do everything we can to keep the money in the pockets of American citizens because I don't like wh- what happens with this money when the government gets their hands on it. I, I, I just really don't. But um, to make the system more effective, I think the the Small Business Administration should say, look, banks... We're not just going to let you, you know, give out crappy loans again like you did in 2008 and and screw us over. We are going to make sure that you guys are checking by giving you an incentive to check. Because we are going to make you responsible for a portion of every single loan that you give out. So, I would say make them responsible for the part of the loan that the businesses don't use properly. Make them responsible for the part that isn't going to payroll. Because then the banks are going to say, all right, we better actually look at these applicants. We better actually make sure we're giving out our money to legit businesses that have good histories, that have used their money um, properly and effectively in the past, and that have good reputations in the market. Now, an argument against that is this whole program was created to save businesses in this this moment of need, this this dark hour. And if you have, you know, that's going to slow down the process a lot if the banks are checking thoroughly and they're going to they're going to deny some businesses. And the argument is, well, these businesses are failing. These businesses desperately need the money. We can't. We don't have time to wait. We don't have time to check. We just need to get this money out there as fast as possible. And then we'll we'll go back and check later, and that's exactly what the the exactly what the government decided to do. Um, they're going through. Banks are hiring um, fraud detection, you know, uh, businesses agents to go out and check loans that have already been given out. And so what I say to that is, don't even waste your time. You're not getting that money back. You, how are you going to take a loan back? How are you going to say, oh, wait, you actually weren't legit. Give us your money back. It's not going to work. I mean, it could take years to go through that growing process, especially since there's 4.4 million loans that have been given out, $510 billion. How are you going to trace $510 billion? I mean, there's literally an example of, of, of a, a someone that used their PPP loan to buy a Lamborghini and a bunch of jewelry. I mean, these are the, 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 we've seen these news stories. These are the people that have been caught. Imagine how many people haven't been caught. Imagine how many people haven't been caught. Imagine how many businesses take the loan and say, we're just going to put 100% of this to something else. We're not going to use it for, for payroll. We're just going to, we're going to put it towards something else. We'll, uh, we'll pay back the loan if we have to. And then it turns out this business was poorly managed and they're not able to pay back the, the loan because it's completely unforgiven. They didn't use any of it for payroll. It's entirely unforgiven. But this bank, the, the, this business goes under because they're poorly managed. And I mean, yeah, it's, it's a nightmare scenario, honestly, I think. And 
You know, I, 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 I wish I could look at the government and say, oh, look, they did a great job with this program. It's set up very, very well. I think this program will be great. But unfortunately, with the PPP, it's not great. It, it really isn't. It's far from great. It, it's, it's heavily flawed. And while it's, it's good for some businesses, um, I, I don't think it's a, a good program. But it's up to you to decide. I strongly, strongly encourage you to do more research and come to your own conclusion. And please, please, um, you know, comment and, and tell me what you think about this program. Let me know. I, I, I mean, I'd love to, I'd love to get more information. I obviously, I went and did my own research and I found what I found, but I'm sure there's, there's other arguments to be made and I'm sure there's other side, there's another side to this that I don't fully understand, but I hope that I gave you guys a good overview of the program. I hope that I gave you all the information you were looking for and I hope that you can use this to make a, a to make up your own mind about this thing and, and I encourage you to, you know, start conversations with people about it. Uh, talk to talk to business owners about it. Ask them what they think. Find out more. Uh, we need to learn. We need to pay attention to these government programs. We need to learn about them, and we need to be informed because we need to be able to to vote. I mean, there's an election coming up in November, and I just hope that everyone does a lot of research, talks to a lot of people, and gets a lot of different viewpoints on how our you know our government should be run and how the government is doing on on programs so thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed the podcast and i'll see you guys soon for a different topic i hope you enjoyed this was the ppp paycheck protection program